0: Alrighty, this is the Larry Society episode 12, baby. A little drum roll action there. Episode 12 here. This episode's gonna be a little bit different because my guests are me, myself, and I. And it's also the middle of a Friday. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do an episode by myself because why not? Because you can and you will and we're going to. But anyway, everyone that's uh, listening again, welcome back to another episode of the hilarious society podcast where we laugh about it but today we're not gonna be laughing about it we're gonna be thinking about it because it's gonna be a little bit more of a different episode Um, we're gonna be talking about things that are more influential and aspirational occasionally I'll probably start doing these episodes like just here and there just you know one maybe every 10 15 episodes uh, where we're talking about things about like the bigger picture in life what you're trying to do with your life you know, what do you want to become, you know, bigger aspects than just the day-to-day mundane shit that, uh, kind of becomes a little bit, um, habitual. So today I'm excited though. I'm excited because look, everyone that's listening here, all five, 10, however many people listen, everyone that listens, I appreciate it. Um, but things that, uh, you guys might know that I'm pretty passionate about is not just motivation, but the bigger picture in life, you know, trying to find purpose, trying to find meaning. And ultimately, um, Achieving your goals, but not just that foo-foo shit of, you know, follow your dreams, which is important, but the real aspects, learning from real people like Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, learning from really, really successful people and what they did to ultimately be successful. So this episode is going to be a little bit different, but I'm excited. So let's get into it, as I like to say, right off the bat, as I always like to say. So right off the bat. Um, chasing what you want in this world is a topic that I think is overlooked nowadays. A lot of times, uh, you know, when you look, think about social media, you think about, you know, how modernized the world has become with technology and whatnot. Um, it's easy to fabricate things and not look at um, things in a, not a realistic way, but in a, it's a fabricated way. I mean, social media, Whoops! social media is almost here in a way. It can be your friend, but a lot of times it's your enemy. To make you compare yourself to other people, to make, your, make you feel like your friends all got it figured out and you're not doing jack shit, to make it perceived to be that everybody else is living this happy fucking life and you're just going through the shits, which is not true. Every fucking person that's posting how happy they are still has down days. And I'm not in, uh, hating on those people that are happy. I mean, I'm a pretty happy guy myself. I'm just letting everybody know out there to remind you that when you see these people that are posting about you know how happy they are in a relationship or family or a new job or new car... It's good and it's it's positive. I'm not hating on that at all. Positivity is the most important thing. But I just want to remind you guys that if you're not at that same level, just know that they're going through just like you. Social media is ultimately used to portray a better image of yourself than obviously everybody's you know feeling at the time. But more importantly, chasing what you want in this world, it's easy to get mixed up with trends and you know jumping on the next hot thing. Oh, you know that looks pretty cool. Maybe I want to start a new TikTok page or. Maybe I want to sell merchandise or a podcast or whatever you want to do. Go for it. I mean, fucking send it all the way. What I'm trying to say is do what you really want to do, not just what's the hot trend. Because a lot of times now, people are jumping on different trends just to, you know, make a quick buck or get some publicity or, you know, whatnot. I mean, myself, I've struggled with the deal where I've like, you know, did like these pizza reviews for those of you who follow my Instagram or um but yeah, my Instagram where I was just like, I was really trying to be Dave Portnoy. And I love Barstow. I love what they do. But you can't copy to the T exactly what someone's doing and expect it to be authentic. It's not. It's going to be some generic bullshit. There's only one Dave Portnoy. There's only one kind of guy that does those type of pizza reviews. There's nothing wrong with doing your own, but do them in your own way too. Stop trying to be somebody you're not. Be yourself. So with that being said, kind of want to transition. Speaking on Barstool Sports, major company. Never working the nine to five. This is something that I find extremely important and valuable. And for those of you that do work the nine to five, all the power to you. I have no um, ill will or disrespect. I'm not being disrespectful at all. I just personally do not want to live that life as I want to be an entrepreneur. Um, If you do work the nine to five, I mean, there's some phenomenal people out there. You know, you got teachers, you have lawyers, doctors, bankers, millions of other jobs that require you to work a nine to five. And if you're, at the end of the day, if you're happy with what you're doing, then fuck what anyone else thinks, including me. I'm just saying that I don't want to work the nine-to-five, and for those of you that can relate, um, I wanted to let you guys know. i tell you a little quick story. So I have a, I have a couple of friends back home in Simi, where I'm from, uh, Simi Valley, California. Uh, I have a couple of my buddies, uh, Jacob uh, Bonilla and Nick Castanios, both of them are I consider very good friends of mine. And it's just crazy how life works, because literally just, fuck, it couldn't have been I think it's been now uh, probably like eight months, seven months ago. During winter break, when I went home back to see me after uh, I got out of school last uh, December, went home for a couple months, December and January. Uh, I was hanging out with Jacob and Nate basically every fucking day. We were making podcasts. We had our own podcast. Shout out, Stupidly Simple, phenomenal little podcast where we were, you know, we had a full setup at Jacob's house. We're hanging out every day, you know, talking about broad ideas. It was funny. Sometimes it was edgy. Sometimes it was very um, inspirational. But we always kept it real. Anyway, we literally made a group chat called Never Working the 9 to 5. Um, and my buddies, Jacob and Nate, they're both very um, skilled, uh, motivated, and determined uh, videographers. Um, you know, they make vlogs. They also make um, uh, uh, music videos. They like film, shoot music videos. Anyway, they're both grinding. Neither of them, both of them dropped out of college. I think they might have finished Moorpark, but they, they didn't pursue a university. Um, neither of them have help from their family. Um, They're completely um, self-supported with just doing what they absolutely love, which I fucking admire the shit out of for that. Um, It's something that makes me more uh, want to hustle more and be more uh, not so scared to take a jump. You know what I mean? Because we're young right now. You get one shot um, in life. So fucking take the risk. Fucking roll the dice. Bet on yourself every fucking time. But anyway... um, uh, I I was uh, I won't name drop for anyone, but basically Nate, who has already been, but he continues to work with like high end rappers. I mean, we're talking like you know these people, these people that he works with. Um, he's really making a name for himself in like the rap community. He's he's focusing more on uh, music videos and whatnot. Um, basically promoting anybody that uh, he finds uh, worthy and uh, what's the word skillful, but also respects him and doesn't waste his time because he's a busy guy as well. And then Jacob. So basically, we all were doing these podcasts. We thought was going to be our next little big thing. You know, uh, We were all excited about it. I but We cranked out probably like 12 of them. Um, and then I had to move back to Chico. So about a month or two shortly after, I'm watching YouTube. a uh, Very famous, very famous YouTube page. And I'm watching it. And all of a sudden, I literally see my boy in the background. I'm like, what the fuck? I see Jacob. So I text him. I'm like, dude, are you working with so-and-so? And he's like, yeah, long story short, like a month or two after you went back to Chico, like I reached out to this guy, talked to him, told him I could be his videographer because this other guy quit, uh, got hired on and uh, did a couple trial runs and then he hired me full time. So Jacob's shit is crazy. Cause literally it's insane to me. It still blows my mind. Just a couple months ago, we were sitting around fucking around talking about one day, we're going to make it one day, we're going to be famous. All oh, of this, you know, next level, like thought process. And within a matter of fucking, literally months, month a month after, you know Nate was already doing it, but now Jacob's doing it too. They're both killing their own way, but Jacob's just like elevated to this crazy level of like, I guess in a way like you could say fortune, and I mean he's around fame too. So, what I'm trying to say is, in life, like you're going to get opportunities, right? I mean you don't know how many you're going to get, you don't know how often they're going to come. If you fuck them up, it's not, it's not, it's never going to dwell in the past because you can never change the past. And uh, living in the past means your present is gonna. Con- your present, your future will be just like your past. If your present is spent living in the past, it's gonna just reflect right into your future. So you can't dwell on it. But if you get an opportunity, fucking take it. and Make your own opportunity, like Jacob did. And you never know how that shit can turn out for you, because, I mean, the the guy literally went up to this dude and said, "Hey, I can be your next videographer." He's like, "Okay, what can you do? Try it out." And down this guy's literally flying all around the fuck. I mean, Miami, fucking. LA, Vegas, fucking New York, out of the country, just living his best life. But he fucking worked for it. Nothing in this life is fucking given. You have to remember that. You have to grind for what you'd believe to be yours. So, the next thing I want to cover is um, life is short and we should live in the moment because when you really think about it, okay, I mean, on average, what we're living here about, I don't know, an average person lives 70 to 80 years old on average, right? You could, you could, You never know when your last day is going to be your last day. But with that being said, um, on average, you're living, you know, 70, 80 years. A lot of that time is spent, you know, going through school, you know, for your first, you know, just about roughly 20 years. And then, you know, the back 10, 15 or when you're just your age is declining rapidly. So you really only have, I would say, argumentally, maybe 40 good solid fucking prime, prime years. So with that being said, life is so short. You have to be able to take. Risks, chances, and most importantly, live in the moment. Because I don't know about you guys, but I definitely deal with a lot of anxiety on a day-to-day basis. Literally, it's it affects me nearly twenty-four-seven. Um, learning to cope with it and understand it, and then conquer it, is something that's that's even more um, important to me and allows me to focus on getting through it. Um, but with that being said, there's a book called The Power of Now. You guys should check it out if you haven't. I can't. I don't have the author's name on the top of my head, but I can look it up. Basically, in the book Power Now, it's all about keeping the focus on the present moment. And it talks about when you're thinking in the past, you're thinking about regret, um, despair, uh, uh, what do you call it? In- anxiety, potentially, um, frustration, right? Things that you can't, you literally cannot fix. Imagine looking at, through a glass window that you can't break. That's basically your past. You can't fix it. So, what's the point in dwelling on it in the good and the bad? Because Conor McGregor always talks about, it's okay to look at back in the past, but only for a quick minute. If you stay there too long, you end up getting stuck there. So just because you did something phenomenal yesterday, that's great, but stop putting all your time and energy into it. Same thing goes for when it's something negative. You fucked up really bad yesterday. Stop putting all your time and energy into it. Neither of them are going to produce a positive outcome dwelling in it. Um, when you look to the future, right, it's a lot more of um, fear of the future. You have also anxiety. You have um, potential worry, angst, things that you could, you know, could affect you negatively right obviously doesn't mean they. it's not a guarantee that they are but they could and what you have to remember in that aspect is that that's not the future moment has not happened yet and when you're putting all this time and energy into what could happen well what if i don't pass this class what if this girl tells me no or this guy tells me no when you ask him out what if um i don't get the deal what if i don't get the job opportunity um what if i can't make the rent? like when you start thinking about these massive um Little, some of them are smaller than others, but when you start putting all your time and energy into these ideas of what ifs, it's only going to fuck up your present moment now. So the only true moment that really exists in literally, we're talking like scientifically here, is the now. The past is no longer, the future is not guaranteed. And I'm not saying that in a foo-foo sense. I'm talking about, if you think about it, like literally, in a literal sense, yesterday you can't go back to, tomorrow is never promised, right? You could die tonight, you could, something horrible could happen tonight. Or to, before you wake up tomorrow, the only moment you have is right now. In this present moment, while you guys are listening to me on this podcast or whatever you're doing, just remember this is the only moment that truly exists. And when I read this book, it's phenomenal because it talks about the only way that anxiety and everything, you know fear, anxiety, angst, worry, depression, all of these things, even if you're feeling them in the present moment, they only exist in the past or the future. Maybe you were abused, or something horrible happened to you as a kid, That's past moment. Maybe you're scared it can happen again. Maybe, you know, you can get arrested or something crazy. That's a future uh, event. The only moment that is actually tangibly real is right fucking now. As I'm speaking to you and you're listening to this, whatever you're doing with your day. Those kind of moments knock out everything else because when you're having anxiety, depression, angst, like everything I just talked about, you're either thinking about something that could happen or is going to happen. Even when it's happening in the moment, you're projecting more fear on that it could happen more and more. And you know what I'm saying? You're projecting that, uh, oh, it's going to get worse and worse as you're in the moment. So you literally dictate every thought, action, D, deed, which is, by the way, one of the greatest quotes I've ever read in my entire life from a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I arguably think it is the greatest book of all time, hands down. It's considered like a top 10 greatest book of all time. It's about not just how to make money financially, but how to influence people how to, in a positive way how to become a better person, little life hacks that people don't think about, how to make your money work for you how to make people befriend you, and how to make connections, network. It's a phenomenal book. You got to read it. It was written in the 1930s, but it's literally as applicable today as ever. So you guys, you guys need to check out that book. I'll probably be shouting out books a lot because I love to read books. So check those out and uh, tell me what you think. But yeah, Think and Grow Rich for sure by Napoleon Hill and The Power of Now. Those two books, 10 out of 10, recommend. Okay, so on these quotes, I do like to have a quote. Um, like an, a full quote that I can like give to you guys and you know, you guys can pick apart. Anyway, this is one of the quotes I read the other day. I'm reading right now The 48 Laws of Power um, by Robert Greene. That book is very controversial. I do um, recommend reading it though. Not every law is how we say this not every law is basically based, um, it's not the most comfortable or uh, society probably doesn't accept all the laws because some of them are pretty harsh. It's basically manipulation. But it's how you want to manipulate the world. You can do it for the right reasons. You can do it for the wrong. It's all... It just is. You know what I'm saying? It's a neutral book. It's how you, how you interpret the book. Anyway, one of the quotes that it says is, The way you carry yourself will often determine how you are treated. In the long run, appearing vulgar or common will make, you, will make people disrespect you. For a king respects himself and inspires the same sentiment in others. By acting regularly and confident of your powers, you make yourself seem destined to wear a crown. That was one of the uh, great quotes I've read in this book. And this particular law is talking about basically, if you carry yourself with a self-esteem, and there's a, there's a very fine line between being pompous, arrogant, narcissistic, and confident, calm, um, respectable, and uh, you know just carrying yourself with a level of dignity So what I'm looking for. Um, there's a fine line between the two of them, but there is a line and there is a way to act with character and um, dignity respect and not be an asshole with pride um and so uh, th- think about this just think about like your day-to-day when you're walking around how are your shoulders are you are you slouched are you backed over when you talk to people are you making eye contact with them are you shaking their hand are you smiling are you engaging are you nodding in a conversation are you articulating what they're saying to you or are you just kind of uh-huh, yeah yeah on your phone worrying about the next fucking snapchat or text um uh, all of these, uh, you know, thoughts that get lost in our head in the stupid mundane bullshit that I was talking about earlier. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is this book is a, I mean, this quote's a really good quote because it resonates, I think, probably with all of us, that if you, at, you act, the way you act is how you are going to portray yourself and ultimately how you're going to become. You know, I think, therefore I am is a really great quote. I forgot who the fuck says it, but it's a really good quote. Anyway, so I try to remind myself every day when I'm walking around school, campus, whatever, for one, to be grateful, be in the moment, be present. I'm fucking back at school. Stupid corona shut shit down for way too long. So I'm just grateful to be back in school, getting my tuition to the fullest extent, right? You know, when I walk around campus, I'm pretty, I'm good spirits. I'm watching, I'm, I'm observing. It's another good thing. You need to be an observer of your environment, watching out everyone else, having a good time, running around, people on their books, reading, riding bikes, talking, little shops here and there, little clubs set up. Things that we took for granted way too much pre-COVID. Anyway, and so when I'm on campus, I'm also thinking to myself, hey, one day I'm gonna be somebody. So I'm gonna act like I am that person already today when I'm walking around, when I'm in class. I try to engage as much as possible. I try to sit near the front of the class if I can, um, take my notes, stay off my phone. And just treat yourself. It doesn't have to be so extensive like I'm a king, right? I know a lot of people don't like the word king because it implies royalty. Which can also imply, you know, since history has shown us time and time again, royalty has usually led to assholes and, uh, you know, fucking just an all kind of misogynistic people and, you know, uh, uh, disrespectful leaders and whatnot. Just, you know, a million different categories. But look at it however you want to define it. But basically, carry yourself like somebody that you want to be proud of, that's respected. And respect doesn't have to mean people fucking fear you or bow down to you. I mean, respect is different for everybody. Respect can literally be... Hey, that person, Nick, he's a nice kid. You know, he works hard and he's always got a good attitude. It doesn't have to be so, you know, such a high level of uh, respect. Whatever it is for you, you know, you define it in your own terms. But I thought that quote was really good. Uh, The next thing I want to talk about is why people quit something after, you know, a short period of time, basically. I myself, by the way, too, when you guys are hearing this podcast, I have in no way cracked the code, okay? I'm going through the same exact shit you guys are going through. I, like I said, I have anxiety every day. I constantly write out my daily, you know, goals and I don't always hit my monthly goals. I fucking miss, you know, 60 percent of them every month. But the but the um, the lesson in it is getting better and understanding, well, at least I did hit these 30-40 percent versus, you know, zero. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a, a really great saying, he says, you know, you can have a captain of the greatest ship in the world, but it has no destination. You're gonna float around the sea wandering wanderlessly to basically a, like oblivion. You don't know where you're going. So uh, basically, yeah, uh, all I'm trying to say is that like, I'm just like you guys. I'm not out here trying to be some guru or some fucking motivational speaker. I'm just, I'm very passionate about these things. I, I feel like I'm pretty well versed to my to my extent of my age with books and success. So I at least can uh, interpret, uh, articulate, and uh, explain to you guys what, you know, I've learned from this and what I'm still learning, what I'm going through. Anyway, back on the topic. So why people quit something after such a short period of time. Uh, I find this that it's easy. It's very easy to get started with something, right? I mean, you know, New Year's comes around. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to kill this year. This is my years. I'm going to lose X amount of weight. I'm going to gain X amount of finances. I'm going to get a new girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Marry somebody, buy a house, get a new car, graduate college, start a new business. Whatever it is. That's great, and that's great. You need to have those goals because otherwise, there's there's really no point. If you're not, if you don't have any sort of thing that you want in this life, there's you're living a life of unfulfilled bullshit, which is a waste of time. So it's great that you have those goals, but it's very important to remember that when you have these goals, that you need to take it one day at a time. When you start looking at like, okay, in a year from now I'm going to be this, 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 this. That's great, okay. Then what happens after a week? Oh, all of a sudden getting up at eight o'clock isn't not a priority as much or. Laying my clothes out the night before I go to bed. Really doesn't matter. I'll just do it in the morning. Or, mmm, I mean, I'm pretty hungry. I could eat this, you know, healthy salad or chicken bowl, but, mmm, quesadillas are a lot cheaper and, you know, they taste way better. So when you make these small, you know, seemingly insignificant decisions um, throughout your day, it starts to build up and build up into a snowball effect. Before you know it, two weeks are into January and you're like, or whatever, whenever you started your goals and you're like, fuck this, I quit. I'm not doing this shit. You know, I'll start again next time because... The great excuse that we all have is, you know, human beings, me included, is you fuck something up a little bit and you go, eh, fuck it, you know, I'll just start again next week. And the next week comes and you go, eh, next month. Next month comes and you go, mm, maybe next year. And then before you know it, I mean, obviously this is a little bit dramatic or a little bit of a stretch or ex- um, exaggerated, um, what do you call it, S- or uh, idea. But before you know it, really, you look back in 20, 30, 40 fucking years have gone by and you're like, damn whatever happened to me losing this weight or moving out of my city or starting my own business. And I mean, you get to a certain age, it's never too late, but you get to a certain age where regret has become such a high um, instilled part of your fucking brain and your chemistry, you know, like your neurological chemistry that you can't undo certain things where you're like, fuck, I had all this time back then. I was so ambitious. What happened? So to a much smaller, smaller extent, What I'm trying to say is that when you guys start something, whatever it is, it can literally be, I want to read one book a month, one fucking book or whatever. Read five pages a day. Go Work out for 10 minutes, whatever it is. Um, Save five bucks a week. Just remember that take it day to day. Yes, it's good to visualize. I'll talk about that in another podcast. Visualization is very key to being successful and seeing through your goals. You need to constantly remind yourself what it's like, what it's going to feel like, see yourself with your eyes closed, walking across the stage or whatever. Um, But you got to understand that uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge, but taking it one day at a time. Okay. So for example, you know, let's say I wanted a goal to be bike, uh, which I did this, actually this uh, last month, I wanted to bike 120 miles, which isn't, I mean, it seems like a lot, but it's not really too bad. I mean, on a regular bike, like a little bit, kind of like a, kind of like a mountain bike. It's like in between street bike and mountain bike. You know, I can easily crank out 12 to 15 miles on it. I don't really. Bikes are fun. I like biking, but I don't find it that challenging on the streets because it's, you know, it's, 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 very, it's not very hard to ride a bike. So I was like, okay, I really only have to bike 12 times this month. So right, you know, we break it down. I mean, about to, or you know, maybe a little bit less. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll do that. So. First couple, you know, days I bikes like back to back to back. I had like 40 miles under my belt. I was like, oh, it's sick, I'm already a third of the way there. And then some time goes on and you know, a week goes in and I start switching my workouts to running again, jump roping, boxing, weightlifting, whatever. And then I'm like, damn, I should probably get back to biking. Taking it a day at a time where I was like, okay, today I know I really want to, you know, lift weights or work out in a different aspect, but I should really bike just 10 miles. I do that little 10 miles. Oh, look at that, I'm a little bit closer. Next day goes by, okay, you not to bike today. The next day goes right after that, mm, let's do five miles. And you just slowly start tacking back on from getting off track. You start tacking back in. And before you know it, you're like, holy shit, like I just fucking, my goal is, and my goal is literally in reach now. I'm, you know, 10, 15 miles out. Mine came down to the last day. I literally had, you know, 10, seven, eight miles to go. And I was like, all right, no matter what, I'm biking today. But trying to get yourself on track with just like the little small things, you know, just the... Just every single day, what helps me at least is as much as I can. Obviously, at times will um, forget or just not do it. But as much as I can, I like to write out my days completely, where I am. Uh, I know before I go to bed what the fuck I'm gonna do the next day. The second I wake up the next morning, boom, you know, alarm goes off. I set a couple alarms in my ass, like to snooze. Um, as soon as I wake up, I'm like, All right, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. I need to get this done. Apologize to me in text right now, but. Um, I'm going to mute this. But anyway, so yeah, I'm, you, you start to learn like, okay, if I just can plan my day out, even if it's the simplest thing, need like five things like wake up, make bed, eat healthy breakfast, go to school five minutes before class starts, um, come home, do one hour homework and get to work five minutes early. Even if you did five things and you can cross the, I like to write out too, crossing off helps me. If you can write those five things off, you literally feel so much better. Like, damn, I actually did what the fuck I was going to do. Because as sad as it is, how many of us fuck around and say, oh, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 tomorrow," And then the the next day comes and all that shit you said, you did none of it. You're like, what the, I was just fucking around all day. I was fucking off on my phone, on social media, um, bullshitting, not, you know, fucking around in my house and, you know, whatever you were doing, you weren't drinking, you weren't spending time on what you had to get done. So I think it's a priority. It's very important that, In order to be successful on these whatever these ever goals or feats that you guys are trying to go after set very short-term goals daily goals is what helps me i mean write out the full goal but then take it a day at a time if i had to run let's say 100 miles in six months what would i do is i would literally go on my calculator and divide whatever three hundred was it 365 divided by two whatever half of that is and then and then divide that number into 100 100 into that number and say okay i need this amount of running per day obviously you don't have to run every day so on average, how often should I be running a day to hit this goal in six months? I mean, you really got to break it down to its most fundamental value because otherwise, you you know, you're going to become overwhelmed if you, if you start slipping up before you know it, you know, time goes by and you're like, shit, I'm three months behind on this project or this goal or this whatever, this paper I was supposed to do. So, yeah, basically, the reason why I think a lot of us quit when we start something right away is because we allow um, – the motivation goes away and we allow, you know, the idea of I can always try again later to um, interfere with what is important now. And that's getting the original goal you promised yourself done to. Because when you get out of like high school and college or whatever, no one else is, you know, mommy and daddy aren't making you do shit. You don't have a any coach anymore. It's it's literally on to you. And that's what separates successful people from unsuccessful people is it's like they have a coach in their head telling them, hey, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. And the against uh, versus those that say, eh, there's always tomorrow. Um, finally, finally, I want to cover one last thing here. Comfortability equals predictability, um, versus uncomfortability, right, equals the unknown, but, and I'll break this down a little bit. Another great quote here, it says, uh, the devil I know is better than the one I don't. Uh, it's a very famous quote too. I've heard it like all my life. I not know if you guys have, but basically just talking about like, all right, you know, let's say you want to join the army and you're like, I want to join the army, but let's say you're out of shape, you're insecure, you're not athletically gifted, right? And you decide, I'm going to join the army tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to enlist. And, or let's say, you know, me more a let's say two months from now you want to enlist. And you're like, okay, I need to get in shape. Two days go by and you're like, fuck eating healthy. I've been eating healthy, I've been working out. I don't see any results. I quit, right? People just give up. Fuck this. I'm going back to my life. Whatever. The devil you know being, you know, obesity, um, you know, uh, insecurity, fear, you at least know how you're going to feel by not doing all that bullshit you have to do. Not bullshit, all that, you know, hard work you have to do to get to where you want to be. The, un- the unknown or the devil you don't know would be, hmm, it's going to suck like a motherfucker. I'm going to hate my life for a solid two months, maybe longer, because then you got to, that's just to get into it, right? To recruitment camp or whatever. But once you, and you have no idea how much of a mental strain it's going to be on your body and your mind and your body, but once you can get through that, you know people people that choose the devil that they don't know they end up being like holy shit. There's so much untapped potential. I didn't realize I could you know run this fast of a time, drop this much weight, get this cut. Um, mentally, I didn't understand that I could be getting, gain this much more confidence, be this gain this level of intelligence. Uh, and there's so many other things that come with you know putting yourself in a struggle. There's a difference between struggling by choice, like making, you know, eating a fucking Snickers bar when you're 800 pounds, you probably don't need the Snickers bar, but you're like, I don't care. Like I, this is the life I've chose. But if you can make those hard decisions, like, you know what, the next month or two or week, whatever it is, I'm going to just get my shit together because I want this ultimate goal. That is what's going to give you all the fucking reward when you finally finish that finish line. Sometimes, too, um, I'll journal. Just recently, I started journaling, and like if an idea comes in my head, I'll grab my journal and just start fucking cranking out whatever I'm thinking. But I was listening to uh, a report, not report, a um, thing on uh, my, uh, my Jesus Christ. I was listening to a um, video for my philosophy class, and the class is all right. I mean, it's pretty, you know, cliche as far as, like, it's just, I thought it was going to be a lot more in-depth. It's kind of more just like, here are the different kinds of philosophy, and, you know different uh, theories that people believe in as a whole. Anyway, but I was listening to um, this lecture, and something like popped up in my head when I was listening to it. They were talking about how um, people that uh, there was like two kinds of theories, like virtue theory versus like unitary unitarianism or something. Whatever, don't take those out of it. Don't even worry about the theories. But basically, they're saying the reason why some people are um, people are different is there's two kinds of people. is basically what it broke down. One group of people. Will take the short-term pleasure. They'll take the vice. They'll take whatever, and they're comfortable with that, knowing in the long run they're actually gonna feel worse. Versus the person like LeBron, use like LeBron James, LeBron James who's gonna fucking sacrifice everything. You know, he spends like a, I read this thing where he read he spends a million dollars on his body, just fucking keeping his body in check. A million dollars. Imagine how much better you could be if you had those resources to spend a thousand a million dollars on your fucking body. Um but they talk about like how LeBron James, right? Like he'll, you know, he'll lack sleep. He'll fucking, you know, eat the, the like just the most healthy and like least flavorful foods and, you know, work, you know, 12, 14 hours a day in the gym and study plays until like two, or three in the morning. Anyway. And it just like clicked with me right there. Just like something kind of resonated. It's like, obviously it's, it's, it's obvious, but it's not really people that want to, um, really want something i mean like they want whatever it is they want to be a pro golfer they want to be an olympian they want to be you know the best business in the city or whatever recognized worldwide globally they want to be a political leader whatever it is they realize that all these short things i mean dude there's a ton of vices out there i mean jesus to start with the obvious here we got alcohol drugs porn sex and by the way on sex that's that's totally fine there's nothing wrong with it but i mean like for example, you got your girl sleeping over or something, and then the next morning you have class. Instead of going to class, you end up hooking up all morning. Like being um, aware of these vices and choosing a vice over, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, over sacrifice. A vice over sacrifice um, is something that will, in the long run, it's going to fuck you up because you're going to be like, damn, I should have been doing A, B, C, D, E. and E instead. I was just focused on A. Um, so it really resonated with me because basically what they're saying is if you put all your attention um, on the end goal as much as you can, but kind of try going back to reiterating what I was talking about earlier, break it down, you know, daily at a time. But if you focus your attention on what has to be done instead of uh, what's the word uh, instead of um, allowing your urges and vices to take over you, because fuck, we all have them. You know, you're doing homework for 20 minutes, fuck, let's check Snapchat you know, whatever, you go and work out and then you get done, you're like, oh man, I should go eat a cheeseburger. You know, like you know what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing, but these, it's your, it's your subconscious. I mean, it's going to be in your head. Um, but if you can like override those and sacrifice, sacrifice the vices, um, the reward in the end is going to be phenomenal. But like I'm saying, like I'm telling everybody here, I'm no different than you guys. I mean, never, ever, ever compare yourself, but I'm no different than you guys. Fucking I go through the same shit every day I have struggles. You know, we all have anxiety. We all have um, vices. We all have, um, battle with, you know, like internal shit, but you know, you find a way through it and through other people you'll end up growing and, uh, learn, you gotta learn constantly. You need to constantly have your brain stimulated, constantly, constantly stimulate your brain. I like to read books, um, you know, of, of books that, you know, people like Tony Robbins, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, um, Dan Pena, who's another phenomenal guy. Like he's a hard ass motherfucker. He's a savage. you learn from people that have already done what you want to do um, and that's how you become successful. One way to become successful is copy what the rich do or the wealthy. Not There's no between being rich and wealthy. Rich, right, financially, yes. Everyone wants to be rich. I want to be very rich, I will be. Also two affirmations, beginning into existence, but being wealthy in all aspects. Physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, financially, all five. Um, but there's a difference between those two. I mean, difference between being rich and wealthy. Anyway, when you look at these people that have already done what you wanna do, just start copying what they do. What do the rich people do? What do wealthy people do? They get up before everybody else, okay? It doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to get up at fucking four in the morning, but shit, if you get up at 10, and you start getting up at nine, that's a whole another hour to your fucking day. You know what I mean? What else do they do? Mm, they, don't, they don't fuck around on social media all day, and if they do, they know how to promote themselves. They're not on there just to fucking like and swipe. They're on there to, here's my company, here's my brand, here's a new idea, what do you guys think? Boom, throw it out there. What else do they do? They treat people with respect and and uh, gratitude, kindness. They're not most. Some of them are assholes, but most. Take someone like Joe Rogan, who's like a very down earth guy. Uh, what else do they do? They, do? Um, they know how to invest their money in between stocks, and they have multiple sources of income. Whether it's uh, whether it's you know stocks or IRA Roths or property or whatever. They know how to have passive income. So you just kind of start taking notes, and you're like, wow, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And you compare that, you can write a list. Go to the left. All the things successful people do. Right. Literally compare what you do. And you'll start to see, damn, this is why I'm fucking up here, 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 and here. Um, but from that, you can end up learning a lot from it. So learning from people that do are where you want to be is very important. So anyway. I only do these once every now and then. Obviously, it's not going to be like every day. Um, I'll be talking about, you know, deeper topics like this. I mean, it is my podcast, so respectfully, I'll do what the fuck I want to do. Also, too, one final thing, who gives a fuck what people think? Uh, Do what the fuck you want to do. Fuck them all. But uh, anyway, but no, I'll do these only occasionally. Uh, Most of the time, it'll be funny, lighthearted, but I was kind of like, you know what, fuck it. Today, I kind of want to talk about some other shit and just, you know, ideas sparked in my mind. Also, too, one last thing. Whenever you feel like it, uh, you know, you just, you have like, because every now and then we'll have like an urge, like a good urge, like, oh shit, I should go to the gym right now. Or, oh shit, I should, you know, write this out. Or, oh, I should text this person, call this person, um, invest this, whatever it is, right? These good urges that you have. um, It's like like the angel conscience, whatever. Fucking listen. Do it. Like right now I was doing homework. I'm like, fuck this, put the paper down. Now I'm doing a party. I've never done one of these before, um, like this. And, you know take advantage of your assets and your resources. I have my own little podcast studio, why not talk about something that I'm way more passionate about. I love hilarious, I love being comedy, I love all that shit, but honestly I care way more about life in the long term and why we're here and how to be successful and be fulfilled, something I'm way more passionate about. So I could talk about this shit for fucking hours. Anyway, thanks for listening guys, appreciate you. Uh, I'm gonna drop uh, one of my goals this month is to have four of these done. So we got two out right now uh, 10 and 11. This is 12, so I'll for sure drop one more, maybe two. Um, it is like what the 17th? So I got like two weeks to crank out a couple more. So uh, once again, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Laugh about it. Hit me up if you want some merchandise. We're about to release a new shirt at the end of the month. Uh, I'm not gonna give any details on what it is because I'm still not 100% sure in which way I'm gonna go with it. But crank it out, check it out uh have a good day guys and uh we'll see you very soon laugh about it